Hi, I'm Dr. Carlos McCormick, and this is Collaborative Conversations with Carlos, a podcast where we discuss various aspects of Wake Technical Community College and the community college movement. If you want to find out more about the magnificent work Wake Tech is engaged in, and also learn about the many facets of the community college movement, keep listening as we will have a diverse collection of guests from students to community college presidents. Let's get started. This is part two of the conversation with VP Anthony Kaysen about workforce continuing education at Wake Technical Community College. Uh, Throughout our conversation thus far, I've heard you talk about free and affordable. Uh, How does tuition uh, work with workforce continuing education? And are there grants or, or scholarships in workforce continuing education available to students? So tuition is, is, we've got some set rates for tuition. Um, It it depends on what the program is, but some programs, um, you know, may have additional costs outside of the tuition, just depending on what program it is. So our our basic rates for um, registration fees is that if a course is, let's say 24 hours or less, there's a base fee and these fees are set by the state of um, 20, let me see, $70 for a class that is 24 hours or less. If that class is between 25 and 50 hours, that class is $125. If that class is over 50 hours of instruction, that base registration fee is going to be uh, $180, which is very affordable. Uh, rates are set by the state. But once again, uh, some programs would be strictly on that scale. But if you're in another program, for example, you know, cosmetology. Cosmetology comes with a lot of additional material and supplies that's going to increase the amount of that course. Same with barbering, same with a nurse aid course. Uh, Some courses have supplies and material that students have to buy in addition to uh, the base registration fee. So there's not a hard and fast rate. It all depends on on what um, the discipline is that you want to be taking. But in terms of uh, financial aid or scholarship, so we have a program uh, division called Career Pathways and, and Student Resources. And this program, they have a strategy which is designed to, to help develop a student's academic and technical and employability skills. So we offer services in this program <clears throat> and resources to assist students in overcoming challenges uh, that may impede their successful completion of a course or challenges for credential attainment and transition back into the workforce. This program is designed to serve any student who's registered or interested in registering for a course that is linked to an industry issued or industry recognized credential. And we help students choose a career path We provide intensive course to credential coaching and support, including uh, assessments, referrals, and employer engagement. So uh, we also offer job market skills training and practice, uh, employer engagement, as I mentioned, and we give individualized support services, uh, uh, referrals to people addressing challenges, but we also offer scholarships for qualifying participants. So if you are taking a program 
and uh, that program, that course or program leads to an industry recognized or third party credential, then that's one of the first requirements to get that financial assistance because unfortunately we have limited dollars. So we want to put them to the, to, to the best use possible. So we want to put those dollars towards individuals who are going to get some type of credential that's going to be the fastest way to them getting employed. So we have a scoring system. Uh, if you're interested in that, uh, you can you know go to our website. I'll give that information later about uh, applying for a scholarship and becoming a participant in our career pathways and student resources program. And and regardless if you qualify for a scholarship or not, we still provide these services to you. So those services are still there that we will provide to you with our career coaches. And if you meet the qualifications, then there are scholarship monies available. Now, what we typically do in, in awarding scholarships, we typically don't uh, award the full amount for a course. We award a percentage of that. And you know, we want to keep the student engaged and, and let them know that we want you to have some skin in the game of working towards your uh, third party credential. So, but to answer your question, the scholarship monies are there and the career pathways and the student resources department is the way to go to seek those resources. You've talked about uh, credentials and, and, and certification. What type of uh, collaborations uh, does Wake Tech and Workforce Continuing Education have with the curriculum uh, programs? Say if I got a certification, or is any of that able to transfer at any time if I decide I want to take uh, some of the curriculum courses? Yeah, that's a uh, that's that's a great question. So we do work with um, our degree side, and we collaborate with them to to expand our programs uh, that are recognized for degree credit. We see this as a great opportunity for students to to take classes and have them articulate over for degree credit uh, in the event that they choose to pursue pursue their degree in that field. We currently have opportunities for these in uh, some of our healthcare courses, biotechnology, uh, criminal justice, and, and information technology. We think it's a great, a great opportunity for students for, for a couple of reasons. One, sometimes a student may have uh, not been in an academic environment in a while, and they may have some hesitancy about coming back to school. Well, you know, let's say, for example, uh, they want to get into information technology, but, you know, I want to ease my way back into it. You know, we have uh, courses identified that if you successfully pass those programs and get your certification, that is recognized uh, on our degree side for credit. And let's say you take that class and you say to yourself, oh, man, you know, Carlos, I did great. I did great in this cybersecurity program. Didn't think I would. I'm you know, I'm back into the flow now. Maybe I should pursue my degree. Well, this will help you get a head start on getting that degree because uh, those courses would articulate over uh, if, if they are the appropriate courses and say, I'm just using information technology for an example. So that can give you a head start to actually getting your associate's degree. So we think it's a good avenue. It will shorten your time to get that degree because uh, those are classes you don't have to retake. Uh, if they've been uh, recognized by our degree side and get you closer to that associate's degree. And 
uh, you know, for, for our non-degree programs, they tend to be more affordable uh, than our degree classes, even though they are very affordable as well. But there's a good avenue for you uh, to get that degree. So that's one of our strongest collaborative um, uh, operations, if you will, between us and our curriculum program. Thank you. And that kind of uh, leads me to my my next question. And you've alluded to it uh, earlier. Uh, we are in a, a health pandemic and we're actually uh, doing this podcast or remotely now. How has uh, this current uh, pandemic uh, impacted workforce uh, continuing education? And maybe specifically, if you want to talk about uh, are there online pro programming these days uh, as it relates to workforce continuing education? Yeah, so, so yes, so we do have online programming. We, we offered some online programming, you know, pre-pandemic. But, you know, as a result of that, many of our classes are now being offered in an online format. And uh, I think if you went to our website, you'd see that. And, and we're also currently expanding our offerings and working to make the online learning experience more satisfying for our students. So what we were doing it before, I think many people have been forced to, to refine their online learning program uh, because it's, it's going to be part of what we do going forward. I don't think there's any, any doubt in that fact. So like I said, we're going to make that online learning experience more satisfying, not only for our students, but for our instructors, because this, this is going to be new for a lot of people. It is new for a lot of people. So we need to ensure that our instructors are comfortable, make sure our, our, our students are comfortable so that that whole experience uh, is more robust to get the best learning environment. And um, yes, another part of that is in terms of online, the best. So yes, we do offer online programming and it, and it is growing to answer your question. All right such an expansive uh, program, uh, Workforce Continuing Education at Wake Technical Community College, and you've been at the helm for a number of years now. Do you have any uh, success stories that you'd like to uh, share? Uh, well, yeah, actually, good timing for that question because, let's see, we're in 2020. So back in 2016, we applied for a Department of Labor grant and it was a, a tech hire grant and we focused on the area of cyber security for this tech hire grant and at the time it was well the grant was the total of 3.9 million and we were awarded that grant and at the time of the college it was the largest grant uh, ever received at the college so we were proud of that and the, the purpose of this program was to get individuals trained in the area of cybersecurity so that they could get employment in that field upon successful completion. Uh, because as I said earlier, uh, the need in information, information technology is huge and it continues to grow. So we were attempting to at least put a dent in that, in that need by by uh, having this grant program and, and having students come through successfully. So uh, and I say it was a, a success story because we had with all grants, you have goals and objectives you have to achieve. So our, our primary goals that we had as, as part of this program where we had to serve uh, a total of 350 uh, individuals. 
in this program, which means, you know, we gave them some type of service, you know, to help them on their journey to get employed. We actually surpassed that goal. Uh, and, you know, we actually served 500, over 500 students over the course of four years. And this was a four year grant. And, and the reason I said it was a timely question is because uh, we, we were awarded the grant in 2016 and the grant just ended June 30th of 2020. So uh, we served over 500 students, 519, I believe to be exact. And we had another goal that we had to have uh, 336 students to actually enroll in training and over the course of that time period. Now we surpassed that goal and we actually had 375 students who enrolled in training. We had another goal of individuals who actually completed training. So two separate goals there, Carlos, but you know, you say, well, why are those two separate goals? Well, first of all, we do uh, recognize that everyone who enrolls in training does not necessarily complete. And the, the area of cybersecurity is not necessarily an easy area to pursue. So it uh, can be challenging. You have to be dedicated to successfully complete. So we had a, a completed training goal that we would have 269 of those original 350 students to, um, to complete. Well, we exceeded that goal as well. And we actually had 301 students who actually completed uh, training. Another goal that we had was we wanted so many students to actually obtain a credential. So if you can complete training, but you know you complete complete the training, but after that you actually have to get your credentials. So getting that cybersecurity program completed, there are several credentials along the way. You've got your A plus certification, security plus certification, you know, ultimately getting your CompTIA certification or Cisco certification. So how many students were we going to say to actually obtain the credential? Because as you obtain a credential, that is also, in essence, an off-ramp for students. So uh, if a student gets that first credential of an A-plus credential, then they theoretically can off-ramp out of the program and say, well, I have my A-plus credential. I can go be a you know, help desk specialist somewhere because now I have that A-plus credential. They also have, they have the opportunities to come back and jump back on the ramp and get another credential. So it all depends on what a student or where a student is in their journey and what they're trying to do. But those students who completed a credential, we wanted to uh, have a goal of 148 actually getting that credential. We surpassed that goal and we had over 200, about 208 students who obtained a credential. And then our, our ultimate goal, which is the creme de la, if you will, of how effective is this program really, is who actually entered employment as a result of this program. So we targeted 235 students to actually get employment. Now, this is the only metric that we did not surpass, and we just came shy of hitting that 235 employment goal. But I can tell you now, the reason we did not meet that goal, we, we actually had 229 students out of that 235 goal that entered employment. But we do feel very strongly that we would have surpassed that had it not been for the pandemic that affected all of us 
in March. So we effectively got hit for the month of March, April, May, and June, which ended out the grant period. But with all of that, it's undoubtedly a very successful program, one of our greatest success stories. There were multiple uh, tech hire programs across the country, and our tech hire program uh, has been repeatedly uh, uh, acknowledged by the Department of Labor, who provided the funds for this grant, has been repeatedly acknowledged as one of the best programs in the country because of uh, the metrics that we were able to achieve. achieve. So we are very, very proud of, of that tech hire program. And you should be. And we were uh, discussing this uh, before the, the recording. And uh, I actually got an opportunity to uh, chat with one of the uh, student that was in the tech hire program now works for Wake Tech uh, in help desk. And this young lady did a phenomenal job uh, working with me, helping me with two issues, one with my laptop computer and one with my work desktop computer. And she said a lot of that experience came from uh, the tech hire. So you and your team should be well committed and be really uh, grateful and thankful for this program. Yeah, that's right. We did talk about that before we went live and I, I actually that same student helped me out a couple of weeks ago with the issue of, in my opinion, a pretty significant issue that I was having. I had several uh, emails that were going to my spam folder, and for the life of me, I could not figure out why. I'd, I'd go in and I'd see emails I'd missed from two, three, four weeks ago that I didn't realize were on my spam folder. So it made me start checking my spam folder every day because I realized I was missing emails. So I, I made a call to our help desk. Now, I did not know I was speaking to a former tech hire student, but I was singing her praises because of the great job that she did to help me out. I, I wish I had known. I'm definitely going to have to give her a call back, but I wish I had known because that is a testament to, I think, the uh, effectiveness of that program because she did an outstanding job with me. So, so I, I appreciate that. Yeah, and we'll give uh, Malaysia a, a shout out because uh, she's a, a star already, but I know she Malaysia. has a, a... <laughs> yeah. So as we wrap things up, are there any final thoughts or, or, or takeaways that you would like uh, the Wake Tech community uh, to know about, uh, the Wake Tech faculty and staff here at the college to know about? What are some final thoughts that you would like uh, for, for individuals to know about workforce continuing education? Well, look, we're, we're a, you know, we're a vital part of the community, a vital part of workforce development, uh, you know, which is why several years ago we, we changed our name to Workforce Continuing Education. It just used to be Continuing Education, but we want to place the emphasis on what our true goal and mission is, that we want to provide training and education so that individuals can enter into the workforce or go back into the workforce and, and be successful in their chosen career path. So just for everyone out there, you know, always keep us in mind. Uh, we have programs that we offer on a regular basis, but we're always looking for new opportunities for those programs that make sense for the community and our citizens. And please keep us in mind. We have a fantastic staff of individuals who are dedicated and care very much for our students and, and seeing them successful. So uh, just want to let you know that, you know, some people are not aware of the full breadth of what we do, but always keep us in mind because 
Not only do we serve that route, but we can also assist individuals making that transition to non-degree to degree programs as well. So keep that in mind. We're, we're an ecosystem of opportunities here at Wake Tech and just want everyone to know that workforce continuing education is a large part of that ecosystem. Thank you. And I understand why uh, some people say workforce continuing education at the various community colleges is the heartbeat and what makes the college move from time to time. But you've done a wonderful job of articulating the expansive programs. If I want to find out more, individuals want to, in the community want to find out more, where should they go? To the website? You have social media? Talk to us. Yeah, so individuals can go to workforce.waketech.edu. You can also go to waketech.edu, but the workforce.waketech.edu will take you right to our page for more information on on all of our programs, we have a, a digital course digest that you can open up and, and get a view at all of the programs that we offer and get course descriptions on what we're offering. And we're also on Twitter. Uh, that's at Wake Tech WCE. At Wake Tech WCE. And our social media plays a huge role in, in getting information out about our programs and events and our marketing department, communications and marketing. Uh, they rely heavily on social media for getting out this information and promoting our program. So highly uh, suggest that you go to our website or our hashtag and hey, go ahead and, and, and check us out on Twitter or our webpage. VP Kaysen, thank you again for, for joining us. And for our listeners, thank you for tuning in and being a part of this collaborative conversation with VP Kaysen. Uh, workforce Continuing Education at Wake Technical Community College, and be on the lookout for the next Collaborative Conversations with Carlos episode. Thanks for listening to Collaborative Conversations with Carlos. If you like the show and you want to know more, be sure to visit us at waketech.edu. See you next time.